0: we We are fresh back from a hotel takeover, fresh back from a whole lot of naughtiness. Whole lot of naughtiness. (laughs) We were real sluts, and we're gonna be talking about that very soon. But first we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. If you are looking to meet lifestyle friends, it can be difficult, especially if you're brand new to this space. And that's where Cassidy comes to the rescue because Cassidy makes it easier than ever before to find like minded friends, whether it's in your area, when you're traveling, at events, etc. One of my my absolute favorite parts of Cassidy is I can see who's RSVP to the same events that we are. Helps me find those events to begin with. But once I want to go to those events and we're ticketed and ready to go, I can also see who else will be there and start reaching out to them ahead of time. It's really nice to just make those connections before you hit the event. So if you want to try out Cassidy and all of its features, head on over to FrontPorchSwingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's FrontPorchSwingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner to get started for free today. So, holy hell, I'm exhausted still. I still have, you know, not even my full voice left or back. No,
1: we're barely, we're a week out. Not even. a week. We're just now, today, we're recording this on Sunday. We've been home a week. No, we got home Monday. Yeah. So we're still six days out. Yeah, it was a fucking whirlwind. That's for sure. But what a great fucking time.
0: It was really fun. I mean, obviously we had so many people coming up to us after the event and saying how good the event was, which is all that matters to me. Yeah. Like none of the other behind the scenes shit, none of the work that we put in, none of that matters at the end of the day, as long as everyone had fucking fun.
1: You never want anyone to see behind the curtain. You know, I mean, there's always bullshit you're going to deal with, which we, we did a little bit, really not much, uh, just a couple of little Incidences that had to be handled, but no one felt it. No one saw it. Didn't it interfere in any way. And everybody had a great fucking time. And I, I'm telling you, I am so fucking pumped now for Podbash because of that Phoenix takeover. I, I cannot wait. Cannot wait.
0: It was a sexy fucking crowd too. Wow. It really
1: was. You know, that, like you mentioned, Saturday night, you were up on like the third floor of one of the terraces on the uh, in the hotel, looking down over the pool area where we had the nighttime whiteout party. Black lights everywhere and everybody in white. It was just a sexy fucking scene. I mean, everywhere you looked was just sexy people.
0: Yeah, I know. Everyone that would check in was, like, hotter than the person that checked in before them. I'm like, oh, my God. Where do yeah. we find all these people? Yeah,
1: Phoenix is a hot city. No question about
0: that. Well, we had people from, like, Everywhere. 47 states. There were yeah. only a few states that weren't represented.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. But what a fucking amazing time. And, again, just seeing our friends. And Sunday was, I mean, honestly, Sunday was my favorite day because it was basically... It was still part of the party. We saw the pool party Sunday, but we had the opportunity to just relax and enjoy ourselves and get in the pool and hang out with our friends. I enjoy that so much, especially after all the craziness. It's like a very short vacation.
0: Well, my favorite part of the entire thing was when everything was over and we went out to dinner. We went out with our friend, Susan came on Saturday. She stayed the night. And so she came to dinner with us. And then we went with the Accidental Swingers and Swinky Life, who that's another podcast, Amazing Lifestyle podcast. Huge shout out to them and thank you for them joining us. They made that weekend very special, but they had that kind of poly quad that was there. So it was you and me and Susan and the four from the Accidental Swingers and then our dear friends from Georgia and another couple who we really didn't get to meet until we even went to dinner. No. And it was special. I mean, I remember getting kind of teary-eyed just looking around at all of these connections that had been made throughout the weekend and everyone laughing and joking. And it was just seamless. And that's to me, is what the lifestyle is all about. It None of the other shit matters when you see... People sitting down together and just having these beautiful connections with each other. There was one moment you're touching Susan, you're touching me at the same time, and it just seems normal. Nobody's asking questions. Nobody's thrown off by it. You just feel accepted wholeheartedly in that moment. It was fucking special.
1: Yeah, when you get 11 people together in a situation like that, and we were in a, a mainstream restaurant, big table. Semi private area, but people could see us. You know, we were surrounded by glass, and the server wasn't in any way thrown off by it either. It was just a very, it felt familial. So I'm sure that the servers thought it was some kind of family thing. And while the conversation was certainly not familial, it was just the feeling I think that everybody got uh, overall. Just, it was just it was relaxing and inviting. And, and Well, it was familiar, you know, because we're all friends. And, and even the folks, like you said, we had not had the opportunity to meet before. I think they were from Idaho. They were amazing. And they just kind of just – they just flowed. You know, the conversation was just very normal, like we'd all known each other forever. And, yeah, my, you know, me sitting between – you and Susan, you know, I don't get those opportunities very often, you know, it's just a lot of fun and it's very comfortable and it's like okay, this is where we belong. This this makes all the sense.
0: Yeah, I felt like I belonged in that moment. It was beautiful. The other thing I will say from this weekend that was a highlight from, for me personally was seeing Sir Angel, who we've oh, talked yeah. about many times on the show. He is a pro dom out of Colorado. He and his amazing partner came and did BDSM tastings throughout the weekend and yeah. his room was set up to the fucking nines. I yeah. mean he had the saint andrew's cross he had a spanking bench he had all of his floggers laid out he had his violet wand he had the vampire gloves he had everything Ev- fucking everything and walking by that room and hearing the conversations that were going on because it always started the same way oh i've never really been into this i don't think sure. it's my thing this kind of freaks me out. I don't know if I made for this. And 10 minutes with Angel will change your entire fucking perspective on the world of kink. And that was kind of beautiful because you saw people's minds just open up in the craziest ways.
1: Well, you talk about 10 minutes, but I mean, two of our friends, two of our lady friends had never experienced him before and had sessions with him. One of them was almost two hours long. They lost complete track of time another gal who had never experienced anything like that before, she was, I mean, it was life changing for her. She couldn't even talk. She was emotional. It was insane. And then our friends also that spent those two hours with him, it was like a therapy session. Right. I mean, it changed everything about how they look at kink and in the space in general. And that's the kind of shit you want to hear when you're hosting an event, right? Because You want everything that you're doing to have an impact, uh, no pun intended, and I don't think (laughs) anything, no one or any one thing had the kind of impact that uh, Angel did on so many people. It was so fucking incredible.
0: Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It really was a great weekend. Thank you to everyone that came out. I will put in the show notes all of the people that were on property with us with links just as a thank you. We had people like Jeannie Wishes there and Lifestylers Magazine and Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast and the list goes on and on and on. But we had so many amazing supporters in this and, you know, just people that took a chance with us too because it was our first takeover.
1: Yeah. So you're always rolling the dice when you go to any lifestyle event, in my opinion, for the most part, anything can can happen places change their minds. That happened in uh, Omaha. They changed the venue at the last minute because the venue changed its mind. Anything can happen. So, when you're going to a lifestyle event, especially if you're putting down money for the event, buying a plane ticket, getting sitters you know, the whole nine yards, renting a car, whatever. It's a huge investment. And for a lot of people, that's not easy. And, you know, when they do that, that's humbling, especially when they have such a great fucking time. And that's all that really matters.
0: Oh, yes. I loved it. I was
1: holding my breath all weekend till Sunday because I was just waiting for someone to tell me that they were not enjoying themselves or there was some fucking problem. And one Sunday rolled around about noon. I, w- I was like, okay, I can take a fucking breath. Most people have checked out. It's, you know, it's checkout time. And it was just really fucking nice.
0: Yeah, I loved it. I dig
1: it. So I'm... Um, I cannot wait for the next one. I'm telling you, I am so fucking pumped up for Podbash. Oh my God,
0: me too. I'm not even going to be able to sleep until Podbash now because, well, first of all, I saw that we could pull it off. (laughs) We fucking pulled it off. But now to think of all of these friends that we have coming, we had friends at this event, but it wasn't filled with our friends. It wasn't filled with people that we've been able to spend time with before. Podbash is going to be just that. Most of the people that came to the first Podbash and the second Podbash are coming to the third Podbash. And so to be able to experience that level of lifestyle event with those people. Oh my God. I'm so fucking excited. Yeah, It's
1: very, very different. Well, we have so much other shit going on. First of all, we were, we were pretty fucking naughty. Even you and I had the opportunity to play at our event. Now I played Sunday. I did not play during the weekend, we were just too, it was just crazy. One of us couldn't, we couldn't both do it, right? We had to, one of us had to be attentive. So you got a chance to play with an amazing couple. Yes. Which was fucking insane. And our friend, Doc. Which, yes. Which, you know, at some point we'll talk about. I played with Susan. It was the only play that I had, which was fucking amazing. She's always so much fun. And I got hit on by an adorable bartender which is great (laughs) Uh, she gave me her phone number but uh it was just sexy fun we got it done it was just it was fucking cool and you know on to the next And we got a lot of shit coming up
0: how weird is it that i went to a hot wife takeover and ended up playing with a couple for the first time in a year well because it's not not like i play with couples all the fucking time this is a rare occurrence but
1: it's not that strange because this has really been something that's been brewing for a while
0: Oh, yeah, I've wanted you know. to fuck these people for forever. Uh, it, there's
1: always been that kind of underlying, you know...
0: Sexual tension. Yeah, a yeah. Little
1: steaminess that lent itself to this inevitably happening. And we've been together with them on many a trip. They've come to all of our events. And so we've been in the same space, but it just never really came to fruition. And for whatever reason, this just made sense. You know, it was, that's, I think it's awesome. I love them to death anyway. They're great.
0: Because they've had balls, man. They had balls that I don't have. They reached out and they're like, hey, we want to fuck if you do. And I was like, fuck yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, I think a lot of that confidence that they, they got came from their experience with Angel as well. It was a completely... It it just altered the way they think at this point about the lifestyle, which is not surprising. It happens all the time, Yeah, which is great. So yeah, look, we have a lot of shit happening. You and I have been pretty naughty. I had a date yesterday, although it was completely vanilla, which I thoroughly enjoy with Jade. Went to a ghost town, did not know existed here just outside of Vegas. Craziest fucking thing I've ever seen. It was like a giant life-size antique store. (laughs) It was just, it was so insane. It's kind of like you're driving through the desert and you come, like, your car breaks down, and you come, you're in this town. It's like what horror movies are made of. <laughs> it was just so fucking crazy. I'm we sure they the, probably
0: have filmed horror movies there. I,
1: I asked them if anyone had ever filmed, and he said, other than, like, weddings and stuff, like, had there ever been a documentary? The fucking thing needs its own documentary. No one's ever done that. It was an old gold-silver mining town from, like, the early 1900s, and it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Oh. Uh, yeah, highly fucking recommended. I don't remember the name of it, but it was just so much fucking fun. It's a town.
0: Well, what what was really interesting to me is while you were doing that with Jade I went to a pool party yeah with our friends that was being hosted by friends and I went with Nick and Nicole they ended up picking me up and dropping me off and it was so nice to spend time with them but there were couples and other people at the pool party that were asking where you were and as soon as I said that you were on a vanilla date right. with a lifestyle friend their eyes just got big like they didn't understand what the <laughs> fuck I, I might as well have been speaking Mandarin Chinese to them in that moment yeah. and it is so funny to still see how removed we are from what is considered the norm in the lifestyle even.
1: Yeah, well, this happens fairly often. In fact, there. so I've gone down this Reddit rabbit hole because you keep talking about it, right? So I put a profile together, I got on there. And there was a question on there literally about this, about the differences between relationships in the lifestyle. In fact, one of them was a couple that apparently – is very, very, very soft swap. Like, they're talking about just kind of making out and touching and grinding, and, and really, that's it. And you'd be amazed, at, I was amazed, by how many people were just shitting on this idea. Ah. Like, this is like this doesn't count. One guy even said something like, oh, you know, we've all graduated high school. You know, we're not into that kind of thing. So I was compelled to answer... And I was like, yeah, fuck the naysayers. You know, you'll find what you're looking for, it's out there. And in fact, one of the experiences, and I said, we're very experienced. But one of the experiences you and I still covet and talk about was our one and only soft swap experience. It was the fucking hottest thing ever. It was so hot. Mainly because of the reconnection that you and I had afterwards.
0: Because I was clamoring for your dick because I hadn't been penetrated. It was
1: the longest 20 minute ride home ever. (laughs) And I say, fuck it. Whatever works for you in this space fucking works for you. Yeah. You know, we do things differently and we don't try to put ourselves in a box. We did for a while. Right. I mean, I think I think we all try to do that at some point. Right. Like we we. (laughs) belong here but But
0: why is it so foreign to so many people the relationships that we have with Susan and Jade because we got that at the takeover a lot too Yeah, people trying to understand how Susan fits into our world and you know is she staying in our room and do she and I fuck and if not why not I mean it was just and I get the curiosity I'm not shitting on anyone I think it's totally fine to ask questions but I just don't really understand why our dynamic is so Abstract to so many people.
1: Well, if there are respectful questions, no, there's nothing wrong with it. But like you said, one of the first questions was, Well, is she staying in your room? Uh, no, we, we got her her room. You know, she doesn't need to stay in our It's not necessary. The idea that you and I have really been, I mean, we're, listen, we're fortunate. We have amazing friends, right? I mean, just an amazing group of friends. And the fact that there are two women that I have now been seeing, as it turns out, since February of 2022. I just went, we finally figured out how long it's been. Had a marriage that didn't last that long. That's a big (laughs) fucking deal, you know? So they're legitimate friends. This is not just a a partner to have sex with. And that was this whole conversation I had with Jade yesterday because our schedules are crazy. Hers is insane. We have not had as much time together vanilla-wise as Susan and I. And I genuinely felt bad about that because I adore her. She's amazing. But- Schedules conflict, and it just didn't work. But the idea that people are so worked up or hung up on the idea that it doesn't make sense to them because I genuinely believe we are more fortunate than most in the types of friends we have. And I think what really throws people off is that they haven't been able to find it. That and on top of it, I think there are far too many people with this unicorn fucking thing hanging over their head. Yeah. They they kept referring to Susan at the event as our unicorn. She's a fucking person. She's not a unicorn. She's not a mythical creature. She is my play partner and our friend. That doesn't make her a unicorn. It makes her our play, my play partner and our friend. Well,
0: she's that's not a unicorn is. anyway, because the definition of a unicorn is a bi woman that plays with both parts of a couple.
1: And she does. She's, that's not out of her you know out of the realm of possibility for her but that's not our dynamic
0: I don't play with her so no. she's not our unicorn no
1: she could certainly be someone else's but she's not going to be our it's it just the idea that people have to use these fucking labels right it's like you, they can't well, get well I think out it's more
0: so people's fucking wet dreams They for sure they want to fantasize about the three of us fucking all the time and right. she and I being all, all over each other that is not our dynamic you can fantasize about it all you fucking want it doesn't make right. it reality <laughs>
1: no and I get it listen I know I understand some people cannot – they're not prepared. They're not ready to move into the space of seeing people separately as a couple or dating people separately as a couple or playing separately as a couple. Totally get that. That's a – it's a process. It's a journey. It's taken you and I a while to get to where we are, almost six years. Don't expect that to happen out of the gate. Some people maybe, but it's very rare. I would think that it happens immediately. But if it's something that you're – you know, if that's something you're looking toward as a goal down the road – Perfect. Take your time. You know, no, no big deal. But if it's not your thing, you don't need to make it weird for people. Right. You know, I mean, everyone was coming up to her like, "Oh, you're Susan," like, and asking her these insane questions. I felt bad by the time Saturday night was over. She was just worked. With nah, some she rolled shit. with it. She, she did. She's, she's a, stud. a
0: fucking champ.
1: Yeah, she's a stud. But it's like, again, someone just asked you that. <laughs> like, how many people have asked you that? It's so crazy to me. So yeah, I just think people need to open their minds up a little bit more, even in this space. It just goes to show you that even within the world of ethical non-monogamy, the space of that swinger space, you've still got, you know, you get side-eyed. Yeah. I think it's unnecessary. I completely agree. So anyway, it was a great fucking time either way. And we adore our friends and we're just lucky. That's all there is to it. We are know?
0: fucking lucky. Are yeah. you kidding me? There were so many times throughout the takeover and even since that I've looked back on it and I'm like, how did we luck ourselves into this life? With each other having this amazing relationship, doing something we're ridiculously passionate about with cool people. I mean, having all of these opportunities to not only fuck, but just be in the presence of amazing people. Yeah. What did we fucking do in our lives to deserve this?
1: You know, I think back to the relationships, obviously, and there were a whole fucking lot of them I had in my life before you and I got together and nothing ever even compares to obviously what you and I have. But then I think about the friendships, the relationships we have with literally just our friends, people we've never been intimate with. They're far more important to me and meaningful to me than any relationship I've ever had. And then, like I said, I've been seeing Susan and Jade since February of 22. It's a long fucking time. You know, that's you haven't big, scared you know, them off yet. No, no, they still managed to want to hang out with me, which is weird.
0: <laughs> they still put up with your ass. Yeah,
1: just like <laughs> you. It's very hard to <laughs> wrap my head around, to be honest. But it's, you know, it's a real thing. I think it's fucking amazing. It, it, I don't know. I I oftentimes wonder, like, when is that shoe going to drop? Because I'm not that fucking great. I don't know what, you know, I don't, You're know what pretty hanging, great. I don't know what they're hanging around for. I haven't quite figured it out. But hey, uh, I'm not going to complain. It was a great fucking time. <laughs> also, we just threw our third Thursday of every month event. Uh, The Hot Wives of Las Vegas event. Thursday, just past Thursday, you played, I played. It was a great fucking night. We had a good time.
0: I played with my fucking... Yeah, I don't even know what he is. He's his... definitely one
1: of your favorite people. But also another one of your favorite people was there. He was also hanging out. You didn't get a chance to play with him, I don't think. Did you?
0: No, we didn't okay. play.
1: But I had a chance to play with my favorite uh, Iowa farm girl who happened to be in town.
0: Princess we... Fidget.
1: Yes, Princess Fidget. Very rarely do we get a chance to see each other because, you know, they live in Ohio, but they did come to Phoenix. They'll be a pod basher, so they're coming to some of the events. But we rarely get a chance to engage that way. And I thoroughly enjoy seeing her it was a fucking blast and I never I mean I've played twice at our play parties yeah our our, uh, hot wife takeover
0: and you my one of my favorite things about it is I mean obviously she's stunning this is a stunning woman and every guy in the room wanted her that night and she wanted you and there was something about it to me that just felt so erotic like yeah I've got the sexiest fucking man in the room and he's all mine I'll share her him with you princess fidget but just knowing like that's my man it was fucking hot for me listen
1: every guy in the place was chasing her down i know Even when we were just sitting down talking these guys were like hovering around waiting to have a conversation with her <laughs> i'm like what the fuck are you guys doing just you know either talk to her you know or get out of the way you know what i mean <laughs> it was so much fun though i i just i enjoy her so much and her partner's fucking amazing so yeah we had a good time all i mean it's been a pretty fucking hot week for us
0: yeah it really you has know, we've been uh,
1: slutty yeah well and again this is sunday as we sit here we're going to a nude resort today Yes. We were contacted by the phenomenal folks at Sea Mountain here locally, and we're going to go hang out there today. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, they invited us to come check it out. And I'm super pumped because we've been to the one in Palm Desert yeah, great in California. Fucking, fucking amazing. Yeah, if you have
1: not been, you owe it to yourself to go there.
0: So we're going to see what it's like here. It's yeah. a fairly new location. I think it'll be awesome just knowing what they put together in California. But Yes.
1: And I, my understanding from the gentleman I spoke to who reached out to us, They've basically replicated it for the most part, with the exception that you can't stay on property. Okay. So there's no like, you no, know, there's no hotel there. More rooms available, but uh, apparently it had a hell of a party last night because we were going to meet them at one o'clock. He texts me, he's like, oh, can we push it back to two? Things got a little crazy last night. I'm like that's a great fucking problem to have. It Good sure is. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna we'll be there this afternoon. So I'm pumped about it. We got a lot of fucking cool, sexy shit happening. Anyway, we're super fucking fortunate.
0: All right, well, I want to get to single guy tip of the week because there was a lot that came out of the takeover and a lot of amazing behavior that I I really think is helpful to share.
1: And a little bit that probably needs to uh, be highlighted that wasn't amazing.
0: So I think one of the things that was maybe an eye-opener for me, not even an eye-opener, but just a reminder, is there are two different types of single guys at events like this, right? They're the guys that are ridiculously hot and ridiculously built and tall and beautiful and people pay attention to them because of that, right? And then you have the guys that are maybe not as a, as attractive, but they can still be incredibly successful based on their personality. For sure. And they know that. The smart guys know that. They understand that they are not a fucking GQ model, but they have some level of personality to bring to the table that makes them equally as exciting, at least to most women. I truly believe the average woman would rather be with a funny, cool guy than a hot guy with no personality any fucking day of the week so the smart guys at these events understand that if you have neither if you're not hot and you don't have a personality why the fuck are you showing up
1: yeah so i I know what you're talking about specifically but yes there are there are a couple of different versions of these guys there are guys that we had at this event that were i mean they they are models that's what they do right and they did very well for themselves and there, there then there were some guys who were more closer to my age and those guys were younger obviously closer to my age Guys in great shape, taking care of themselves, but had a personality. They had something to talk about. And and they were interesting to be around. I found myself gravitating toward those guys because I obviously had more in common with them. But I also took note of how the folks around them were paying attention to them. Yes. How they were kind of captivating people. They
0: had a presence. That's yeah. what it was. Now, so you can have a physical presence and that's awesome, but For not sure. everybody is going to be gifted with an amazing physical presence. No. It's just not a reality. Even if you work out constantly, you, you may not be the hottest guy in the room. Well, and that's okay because the average woman in that situation just wants to have fun.
1: Well, you also need to be able to keep someone's attention, right? Sure. And that's only going to last so long. I mean, we talked about this. We had the guy, one guy come to one of our Thursday night events months ago, a couple of months back. This was probably the best looking guy that's ever been to one of our events. This guy was ridiculous. He came, he moved to Vegas at that point to become a model slash porn star who could easily do whatever he wanted to do. I mean, Bill, good looking, crazy. I sat him down between Susan and Jade he had no conversation.
0: Right. So he they, didn't get fucking laid. They, they walked away from him. That And that's my point is like, in my opinion, at one of these events, you have to be pretty spectacular looking for people to not give a shit about your personality. For sure. So if you aren't the hottest guy in the room and you know that you're not going to be, that's okay. But come with something else in your arsenal. Have something else that you can pull out of your backpack of tricks that's going to work. And when I say tricks, I don't mean something that's like corny. I just mean some level of personality because there was another gentleman that was younger, probably closer to my age. And you know, shorter guy, not exactly, certainly not Rico Suave, he was okay?
1: A, he was phenomenal and a lot of fun.
0: He was a fucking blast. Yeah. He had people in fucking stitches laughing. And all I could think of the entire time was, I know this guy's getting laid tonight. Well,
1: and Susan thought he was incredibly charming. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he was a very cool to be around. Well, here's the other thing that guys don't get. And this is one of those things I think that it's really, really missed. At this event, we had a fair percentage of folks who were brand new. In some cases, this was their very first lifestyle anything, right? So you've got these women and couples. Obviously, they're interested. The guys are trying to make it work for their ladies, and the ladies are really wanting to make something happen. But they're incredibly shy. They, They just don't know what to do. They're fish out of water. And if there's an attractive, objectively attractive guy that doesn't have any personality there's going to be very little conversation of substance between these folks and nothing's ever going to happen. Right. So if you're a guy who, you know, has his shit together, but maybe isn't going to be on the cover of a magazine, if you can hold a conversation, get someone's attention and engage with them, get them interested in you, you've got, you're way ahead of the pack. Right. Because new people, especially in this space, women, particularly, they're freaked out already because they don't know whether you're looking at them like you're, they're prey or if you're genuinely trying to be nice, or you're just trying to get in their pants or, you know, whatever the situation may be. And they don't know how to start or end a conversation or lead into play. If you have the gift of gab, you're you are light years ahead of everyone else.
0: Yeah. And I think there's way too much. I guess my tip is don't be so neurotic. And this is fucking hypocritical as fuck coming from me. I totally get this. But being incredibly neurotic about things you can't change about yourself makes absolutely no sense, especially in this environment. You have to know yourself. You have to know the things that make you unique and the ways that you're going to stand out before you go into that environment. Because if you are a guy who doesn't feel the best about his looks... And you don't have anything else that you're really going to rely on in that environment. You're going to go into that environment. You're going to see a bunch of fucking hot ass dudes with six pack abs that are six foot three. And you're immediately going to go, well, I'm not getting laid this weekend. Look at that guy. He's going to get all the chicks this weekend. Well,
1: but kudos to the gentleman we were just talking about who was probably five, six or five, seven ginger. He was wearing Silver LeMay booty shorts, yes, fucking phenomenal. Like he was, he just like, rocked it. He didn't give a fuck. Well, he was just like, look, I am not six foot three, a six foot three athlete, super fucking model. I'm just going to rock my personality. He got all the attention. He was hanging out with us in the pool. He, he, had, every, he had everyone captivated because he was just so confident.
0: I totally would have fucked that guy. I wasn't fucking anyone on Sunday. I'm pretty sure Susan would have too. <laughs> I would have fucked that guy 100%. And I would have fucked him over a lot of the hotter men at that event.
1: Well, sure. That's the other thing that, that guys don't understand, particularly the, the more objectively attractive dudes. They rely on that a lot. And when you rely on something too much and then you have to pivot and you don't necessarily have that skill or you don't you haven't gotten the reps in
0: you kind of look a little silly well okay here's a perfect example of that there was a gentleman at the event that barely paid attention to me all weekend long we would have little bits of conversation but he wasn't flirtatious he wasn't charming i didn't see him as being interested in me at all right And a friend, a mutual friend came up and said, you know, oh, he thinks you're so beautiful. He's been following you on Twitter for years and blah, 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 blah. And in my mind, I'm going, does he think he has to try not at all because he's super fucking hot? Is that his game? Like he's expecting that I am going to go out of my way to go and flirt with him because he is ridiculously hot. I'm not going to fucking do that. At the end of the day, I don't really care how hot you are. I care how fun you are and how good you make me feel.
1: If you're hot, it's a bonus.
0: Exactly. If it's, you're fun. It's the cherry on top of the sundae. But trust me when I can tell you, I would eat a sundae without that cherry all day, every day, especially if it was delicious fucking ice cream. Well,
1: for, but that's women or men for me. Yeah. Right? We, you and I were just talking about this yep. literally this morning. There's a group. There's a group of gals. They do a bunch of stuff together. I looked at a picture of them online. First of all, they could all be the same person. <laughs> if one of them were to rob a bank and then all of them got together you <laughs> couldn't choose one of them out of a lineup right. they could easily all be sisters and i'm looking at this going wow that's fucking boring like i'm bored i i need more there better be some substance to all of this because otherwise i'm i'm checked out and then i think to myself some of the ladies that i was interacting with at the event they were fucking amazing their personalities they were fun they were bubbly they were conversant they were flirty What they look like is like, it's like secondary or tertiary at that point. Because now I'm engaged. I'm just interested in your company because I find you so fucking interesting. Yes. Or just so much fun. Just like this guy with the LeMay shorts who was literally, everyone was talking about him. Yes, like, everyone all did, weekend long. Everyone was talking about him. Where's the guy with the shorts? Where's the guy with the shorts?
0: It was fucking hilarious. It was
1: amazing. Listen, I don't have the balls to wear that. <laughs> I, I'm telling you right now, I don't have the guts to do it. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it. Fucking kudos to him.
0: Yeah, and you're 6'1 with a six pack, so. Well,
1: and I there's no fucking way. I, if I lost a bet, you couldn't have gotten me in those shorts. <laughs> so uh, now the flip side of that, of course, there's always, you've always got one, right? Now we had about 457 people on property on Saturday night. One fucking guy just couldn't keep his shit together, right? There's always one. Yep. One guy's got to be removed because you're fucking creepy. Yep. Single guys who cannot take a hint, who cannot take direction, who don't follow rules, you are going to lose in this space. Very simple. This guy's creeping around. He's creeping around rooms. He's he's in places. He's not, he's not talking not to anyone. To
0: he's just ducking in and out of rooms, putting his hand down his pants.
1: He's jerking himself off. People are telling him, "Hey man, not okay, not okay. We're not interested in you ha- having you here." This did not dissuade this fucking guy, right? So finally, our friends came to me and were like, "Hey, just so you know, here's what's going on." And we had an amazing security staff, by the way. These guys yeah, were, we did. They were the fucking tits. But so now the security staff's looking for him. I'm looking for him. All I have is weird, uh, benign uh, idea of what he looks like and what he's wearing. Because it was very nondescript. Finally, one of our friends goes, hey, he's right over there. So I go introduce myself to him and say, I need to speak to you outside. Right to the front door. Security takes him. I'm like, you're out. Off he goes.
0: Membership revoked. Yep, you're finished.
1: Bye-bye. And instantly, all these people are like, oh, thank you so much. He was so weird. It's like, look, dude. You have an opportunity here, like a unique opportunity. Yeah. Why are you fucking it up? Because you can't control your shit. He can't
0: help himself. Some men just don't have self-control. And if you don't, that is the wrong fucking environment for you because you're going to look like an idiot and you're going to get kicked out.
1: You cannot jerk off just anywhere you want. Just because you're at a lifestyle event or a hot wife event or whatever does not give you permission to
0: fucking do whatever you want to do. But here's the problem. There are certain venues that allow that kind of shit to happen. There's one right here in Las Vegas. There's two at least. I don't know the second one. Just one that I know for sure where men literally walk around pantsless, yeah, jerking, jerking it, and nobody says anything to no, them.
1: No, it's crazy. There's one very specific one, but we've, we've seen it at one of the other ones. It was crazy, the one night we were there, the one and only night we were there. But yeah, that's the problem. It's, it is accepted in some places, and it fucking shouldn't be. No, it's you, fucking weird. You shouldn't just be able to... You know what's funny? I, I have never... I've yet to see a woman walking around naked Just at an event. Just fingering herself. playing with her clip. <laughs> I've never seen that one time. Me, I have so- never seen a woman taking care of herself even
0: playing with nips Nothing. I've never even seen like someone walking around like touching their own nipples yeah, or anything why are we so fucking weird nobody fucking weird. does fucking that guys
1: are out of their minds <laughs> just walking around stroking it I've never seen a woman do that no so stop fucking stop with the bad behavior gentlemen just fucking stop if you can't control yourself keep your ass at home you know this is not the place for <laughs> jerk
0: you. it to the porn and save us all a lot yeah. of fucking hassle listen
1: stroke it all you want do it in the privacy of your own fucking home or amongst people who are totally okay with it but if you don't have the, I can't think of anything
0: you know. less sexy than a man jerking his fucking meat and they always have that look on their face oh, when they're just, doing that, it too—just
1: that weird, that creepy, hungry, hungry vibe. thirsty yeah. fucking
0: yeah. It's, it's always that look.
1: Just stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> fucking weirdo. So
0: there's a lot of single guy tips in there, but that's yeah. uh, everything that I felt was most relevant from our last yeah. event.
1: Hopefully so. you can take something from that. And listen, if when in doubt, and now it when in doubt, get yourself a pair of LeMay shorts. <laughs> you would be the life of the fucking Bonus party. tip. <laughs> life of the fucking party. It's
0: awesome. <laughs> so I am really excited to share this story today for many reasons. One, because I rarely play with couples. I rarely get this opportunity. But to have it be with this particular couple, people that I've been lusting after for literally years, I mean, it really was a special opportunity. So I'm really excited to share those details. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Hungry Root. What's for dinner? if that question stresses you out like it does me, listen up. Hungry Root will fill your fridge with healthy food and simple recipes, so you can fill your schedule with stuff you actually enjoy doing. I am not a cook. I absolutely hate cooking. I absolutely hate grocery shopping, and that's why Hungry Root has been such a wonderful tool in my world. I absolutely love that they just send everything that I need for easy-to-make recipes straight to my door, and it includes the recipes. There's no guesswork. It couldn't be easier. I'm also saving a lot of money because the other thing I found was especially that it's just Brian and myself I was buying a lot of things and they would go bad very very quickly hungry root you can actually tell how many people are in your household how many people you're going to be cooking for so you're not wasting a bunch of food or money Hungry Root is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality food delivered right to your door. All you have to do is go online and take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know you, your goals, and how you like to eat. What flavors do you like? What kitchen appliances do you use? They'll keep all of that top of mind and start building a cart just for you. Hungry Root goes beyond your weekly grocery haul with thousands of easy recipes that actually put groceries to good use before they get forgotten in the back of your fridge. And right now, Hungry Root is offering Front Porch Swingers listeners 30% off of your your first delivery and free veggies for life. All you have to do is go to HungryRoot.com FPS to get 30% off your first delivery and free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com FPS. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Shameless Care, a company specifically tailoring its services to the consensually non-monogamous community, and they're making it easier than ever before to get your medical needs taken care of. For example, if you're somebody who struggles with ED, trust me when I tell you you're not alone, especially in this space. Sometimes you just need that boost and that help to make sure that you're taking the stress out of what should be an incredibly fun and sexy experience for you. So if you're somebody that struggles with getting or staying hard, again, you're not the only one out there. There and Shameless Care knows that, which is why they make it incredibly easy. All you have to do is go fill out a quick intake form on their website. And if accepted, you'll get ED medication shipped just directly and discreetly to your door. It couldn't be easier, and right now it couldn't be more affordable either. Because with our code FPS at checkout, you're going to get $30 off your first month of ED medication. That's shamelesscare.com, use code FPS for $30 off your first month of ED medication or any of their other online services. We have some really big and exciting events coming up. The two that I want to highlight today, because I am so excited for both of them, the Real Hot Wives of Denver, one of our favorite events to host, because we host it in an amazing venue with really cool and sexy people, and that is going to be June 24th. If you would like to join us in the Denver area, members.frontporchswingers.com for all of the information on that. And then our baby, happening a little bit later in the year, Pod Bash. If you guys aren't familiar with what Pod Bash is, it's just a fun Party, And this year, it's a party in multiple locations around Sin City with all of the transportation provided. We took over a boutique hotel, we're going to have daily pool parties, and then we'll be driving you to some of the absolute best lifestyle locations in Las Vegas for even more nighttime fun. And the best part is, not only are you going to meet a bunch of other lifestyle podcasters, but you're going to meet some of the coolest people from around the country. Podbash really does feel like a sexy friend reunion. You meet amazing people and have a amazing connections that are built over the three days. And if you want to join us for that, it's September 28th through October 1st, right here in Las Vegas. Again, all of the information can be found at members.frontporchswingers.com. Like I said, this is exciting for me for so many reasons. I'm like beaming already thinking about it because this is a couple that we have talked to. They basically started with us from the beginning. They've been listening to our show since the very beginning. We met them for the first time maybe, what, three and a half years ago? Oh, for sure. At least by now. Yeah, and I mean we really did just immediately click with them. They're, They're such people. sweet people. The first time we met them actually was at Disney Springs. Correct. We were all in Florida at the same time, and they snuck away from their kids for a night to meet us at Disney Springs. And we walked around with them, and we had dinner with them, and drinks with them. Yeah. And you know how you meet people, and you just immediately feel like these are my fucking people. For sure. That is the, this couple.
1: Well, as soon as we met them, and we had, as you said, we had drinks with them. She's a bourbon gal. She's you know she's a woman after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, it was obvious that these were these were people that were going to be our friends forever. Like this was not a situation where whether whether or not there was intimacy simply was it, it just didn't matter. These right. were just our people. And and that's the kind of thing that really it moves me in this space. The, the sex part, like I say, is always easy. That's an easy thing to do. It's it's the before and after that's the most important. And I I mean, I adore them both. They're fucking amazing people.
0: Well, I will say from the very beginning too, I felt this underlying sexual chemistry between the three of us. Right. It was very kind of effortlessly flirty the entire time we were together with them. And pretty much every time we've seen them since then, it's kind of felt that way too. Sure. It's almost like I get a little giddy around them. That's what it feels like.
1: Yeah. Well, and they're just, it's like, I mean, again, for me, I, it's old friends. It's just, it doesn't matter how much time goes by between the, the times we see them. I am just comfortable in their presence. And, you know, she and I will communicate. We'll, we'll digitally communicate with each other. And it's a little flirty and it's always, you know, but it's it's just always comfortable with her. It's just effortless, you know. And I really believe that they're kind of people, I mean, they're just going to be our friends forever. So even if this didn't happen with you guys, it it wouldn't have mattered. But the fact that it did was super fucking hot because I know you've been talking about it forever.
0: Yeah. Well, and the other thing I'll say is I'm learning a lot about my attraction to couples. And this is a beautiful couple. They're very, very attractive people. But that's not what attracts me to a couple. Right. I am far more attracted to men at this point than I am to women. And I'm still bi. If I'm attracted to a woman, I'll fucking munch that pussy all fucking night. But it takes a lot for me to be attracted to a woman and it has almost nothing to do with the physicality I'm learning. It has everything to do with a vibe. It yeah. has everything to do with them being confident in themselves and me not feeling like I'm going to step on any toes. Because right. if I have any level of concern about a couple not being on the same page or the woman really not being into it and being more like performatively by or any of those types of things, I am so fucking out.
1: Yeah. And it's, and that becomes very obvious over time. Like where, those couples are because you can see it, you can feel it almost instantly. It's like the the gal is kind of doing it for the sake of her husband kind of thing, and it's lifestyle by as opposed to legitimately buy. And I'm really <laughs> here because he wants this more than I want this. Kind I know of thing. he's
0: gonna be turned on by yeah. this, so I'm gonna go along with it because it'll make him happy. Right. I don't fucking want I don't want to do that.
1: No, it's I don't I don't see any efficacy in that at all.
0: No, and I guess I'm not judging. I mean, as long as you're honest about it with people, that's whatever, but it's just not what turns me on. And the other thing is I am very attracted to a dominant woman. The more a woman can take charge, or at the very least, I feel like she's kind of the one pulling the strings, Mm -hmm. the more turned on I am. I think back to the last couple that I was with, that Splash Atlanta last year, our amazing friends from Florida. That is an example of a woman who knows exactly what she fucking wants and she goes after it. And I am so turned on by that type of woman.
1: Well, and this woman is every bit of that. She is incredibly empowered and, and confident. Which so for me is a turn on. Yeah. Uh, she's very much a gal that is going to express herself th- precisely how she wants to. Yeah. There's you know, there's no limitation there, and, and I appreciate that about her. She's very much her own person.
0: So here's how this whole thing went down. The husband was the one that actually messaged me. I believe it was Friday morning. And he said, I don't know what your day looks like. I don't know what responsibilities you have, but if there's any possibility of you and I spending some time together, please let me know. Yeah, you told me that. And I said, of fucking course. I will make time. I didn't know exactly when in the schedule I was going to have time. I knew that I had, based on the responsibilities and when I needed to check rooms and everything, I had about an hour and a half block of time where I could have done some naughty shit. Yeah. But I also asked him, is it just going to be you and I, or is it going to be the three of us? Because the three of us have talked about playing together in the past. Right. And he's like, well, whatever you want us, I, I said, no, whatever you guys want. I am very interested in both of you. I think you're both very attractive, but if you would prefer to have just private time with me, that's okay too. Right. And I think he said, you know, let me chat with her and I'll get back to you. And they, they reached back out and were like, Hey, if you're interested in it being the three of us, let's do that. And I was like, fuck yeah. And again, that was earlier in the day. So think about this all day long. I'm seeing them at the pool. I'm going over and hugging them and kissing them and, and and it's not flirtatious in that moment necessarily. It's very friendly. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm going to see you people naked later.
1: Well, I'm sure they're thinking the same, right? That's the whole thing. Because we are such good friends. It's really just like, because I was checking in on everybody, obviously, throughout the course of the day. And I didn't know necessarily at that time that you had already made these plans. And it, it wouldn't have mattered to me anyway. But I'm just kind of checking in. And, you know, it's very comfortable. So the idea that play was a potentiality for you guys never even factored in. I'm I'm just touching base with everybody. So, you know, just as kind of, it's just as comfortable synergy. And that's, I think, what makes this the, it makes it more successful.
0: Yeah, I think so too. So, Friday night was toga party night. Yeah. And I was in this little outfit and it was very low cut and it had like beading all around the neckline. It looked very Grecian. It was very cute. And I was feeling sexy in that fucking thing. For whatever reason, that outfit just made me feel hot. And there was one moment I saw them again a couple of hours before our kind of scheduled playtime, and they both paid me a compliment and this glint in her eye turned me on so fucking much because I could tell she wanted me again I knew he wanted me sure but you always kind of question it with the women you always at least I do and maybe I'm a little bit too neurotic about about it but I just never want a woman to feel as if they owe me something or they're doing this for their husband's sake and not because they actually want me and the fact that she gave me this look it was almost like a lustful look. I was so fucking turned on by that.
1: Yeah, you know, like she's waiting for this thing, like to, for the clock to tick. Exactly. You know, like she's eager to to make this happen. Yeah, that's a, and, and like I said, for me, that's obvious. That's the thing that for me that's the most important when it comes to any interaction for me, right? Like we were just talking about this with some friends. Just I don't want you to want to be with me because you just want to have sex. I want you to want to be with me exactly that's the fucking difference and that makes all the difference so much Takes so. everything else everything else is secondary to that
0: yeah and then i'm not in my head about it exactly and yeah it's just wonderful so it was about the time that i was going to go meet them i texted them to let them know i was going to go shower off and that i would be in their room and i put on this little piece of lingerie this black slinky little number has like under wiring for my tits and it just makes me feel sexy. And I really did. I wanted to f- to look good for these people. I sure. always want to look good for the people I'm fucking. But again, keep in mind, this is years of buildup. This yeah. is years of us talking about playing years of us flirting with each other. So in my mind, I'm like, I can't fuck this up. <laughs>
1: well, and they're friends and we see them a lot. So, right. you know, you want it to be a home run.
0: So I get all lotioned up. I put on this piece of lingerie. I put on my perfume. I put a little cover up over my lingerie and I walk to their room and they're both waiting there. She's in this gorgeous piece of lingerie. He's in just like clothes, his clothes that he was wearing for the evening. And it was so interesting because, again, with men, I feel like it's a little bit different for me. I know where men stand when it comes to sex. I feel like sex with men is very easy for me. And when a woman is in the mix, I get neurotic and I get very nervous. And and I think maybe it was, again, because of that buildup and all of these years of waiting to be with them. But I walked in and all of a sudden my hands are getting sweaty and I'm tripping up over my words and I'm just being a fucking awkward weirdo. And the husband's like, do you want a drink? And I was like, I think that'd be a great idea. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, because, you know, it, it maybe it is uh, counterintuitive, but because we've known them so long, and there is that familiarity. But that's the whole thing, right? And I told you, it's difficult for me a lot of times. The more we know someone and have not played with them, that we really, I genuinely become really friendly with them. It's harder for me to separate that whole piece. Right. And because for me, it's just different. I I have a different feeling about it. But now you've got this anticipation. This has been going on for years, (laughs) and now it's actually happening. And it's like you never really had to think about how, awkward it might be because of what <laughs> it hadn't happened. Now it's happening.
0: Yeah. but And I guess what started to kind of put me at ease is, I mean, first of all, she's so fucking beautiful. They both are just really attractive people to me. But she has the body type that I fucking love in a woman. Right. She's curvy in all the right places. She's got this beautiful, soft, supple ass. And she has this, you know, cute little haircut. She's very stylish and sophisticated. And there's just something about her that I am so drawn to. So the second that I sat down on the bed and she and I kind of started touching each other it felt like the nerves just washed away yeah of course and then it was just fun it really was so it started off with she and I kind of making out with each other again she's in this piece of lingerie that has all of these cutouts all over the place you can see just her beautiful body and I'm touching her and her skin is so soft and I've talked about this pretty much every time I've ever been with a couple but one of the reasons I enjoy being with couples is that contrast between men and women Women with their soft skin and their soft lips and they smell so good and the way that she's touching me It's her fingertips are just like grazing my skin and she's paying me all these compliments telling me how beautiful I am And then the husband comes over and kind of starts kissing a little bit And then she and I go back to kissing and he steps away and starts taking clothes off and he's down to just boxer briefs And he kind of walks back over and he's rock fucking hard I mean we have barely even touched and he is just so fucking turned on again that turned me the fuck on I'm like I can tell they're both into this yeah but
1: here's the other thing about them that for me is very important when it comes to couples when it comes to engaging with couples for me they genuinely like each other yes they are attracted to one another this is not a situation where they're bringing a third party in because there's some lack of intimacy between the two of them. They are genuinely a loving couple who enjoy each other's company. It
0: was more than just that though because the theme of the entire thing was how turned on she was by he and I touching each other. And there are a lot of women that are not going to be like that. They're going to be territorial or they're going to want most of the attention to be between she and I. And if I start to skew that attention more to the husband, even just briefly, they get fucking bent out of shape. And that was not this at all. She wanted to see he and I together. Right. She was turned on by that and that turned me on. And it was just all of this energy because there was this moment where he gets on the bed, he and I start making out with each other and she's just remarking on how much she loves watching us together. And I could tell she fucking meant it. Of course. And so so here's the scene. He and I are kissing on each other, touching on each other, and she's behind me just kind of touching on my back, running her hands and fingers up and down my arms and legs and just all of this contact. And the other thing that they said leading up to this was that they wanted to really spoil me. Well, that's absolutely what they did. So I believe he went down on me first. And she's kind of up by my head, kissing me a little bit and touching on my nipples and licking on my nipples while he's eating me out. Oh my fucking God. He's so good with his mouth. And I kind of knew he would be. He has this amazing accent too. And yeah. I just always assume when a man has an accent, they're going to be good at eating pussy because that's been my experience up to this point. Well, so. yeah, but it's also
1: like. There's a, a mysteriousness about him as well. Yes. Right? And I, I mean, even I get that from him. And he and I, are, you know, obviously I, I enjoy his company so much. But there is that part of him that's very, he's a man of a few words, Right? He's that that tall, dark, handsome kind of concept. You know what I mean? And, and very mysterious in a way. He's not very expressive necessarily. Well, and it's, it, There's something about that.
0: I think about every guy that I've had amazing experiences with lately. And they've all been that quietly confident type. Right. Exactly. The guy that I played with at our party on Thursday. Exact same way. Same, yeah. But yeah. I mean, there was something very sexy about seeing him be so expressive in that moment. He's just really fucking going to town on my pussy. And again, this contrast. It's very kind of manly on my bottom half. He right. One of my legs in each hand. He's not grabbing hard by any means, but just kind of holding me in place and it feels very masculine compared to his beautiful wife who's up softly kissing me and kissing my neck, caressing my tits, very, very gently, just nibbling on my nipples. It was this amazing, it was like two worlds colliding in a very, very erotic way.
1: Yeah, it's that contrast that makes it so intense, right? Because you you don't know whether you're gonna get something a little more rough or a little softer. when it's coming or what you know what I mean it's like it it, it keeps your mind working
0: well in four hands and two mouths on me I mean I just lose myself in that there's so much sensation all happening at the same time and he's just licking on my pussy there was one moment he made me come as she and I are making I basically came into her mouth (laughs) you know what I mean like I'm moaning into her mouth because she and I are making out as he's giving me this amazing oral uh, orgasm right it was so fucking hot and And then she went down on me for a little bit. He came up and made out with me and bit on my nipples a little bit. And again, a little bit more manly and masculine and aggressive. And I kind of loved that. And she makes me have this amazing orgasm. And again, just very softly, like caressing my skin. They're both telling me how beautiful I am in between, like, licks and makeouts and all of this shit. And I just felt so sexy and empowered in that moment, knowing that these two people that I've wanted to fuck for so long are enjoying me and enjoying my body and enjoying my presence. It was just fucking hot.
1: Yeah, just being, you know, like you said, pampered and treated like with, with this, this expression, you know, of intensity from two different people like they're going to devour you kind of thing. You know, it's very fucking very hot.
0: So then I went down on her. And he was kind of touching my ass from the back. I was kind of on all fours, kind of angled up, my ass angled up, obviously face down in her beautiful pussy. And oh my God, she smelled so good. She was so soft down there. I mean, it was just beautiful. This is a woman who takes such good care of herself. She's so feminine. Well,
1: she's every, well, she's a, she is very much empowered. She's very confident. She's every bit a lady.
0: Oh, I loved it. So I'm eating her out. She has this amazing orgasm. And just as she's starting to climax, he goes up and starts playing with her nipples and kissing her. And it, the whole thing also just felt like a dance. Like once she orgasmed, it was we just transition right to the next position. Right. So he takes off his boxer briefs, gets on the bed with us. He's kind of kneeling on the bed and she and I start sucking his cock in tandem. She's licking on his balls. It's the best thing ever, by the way. (laughs) She's licking on his balls. I'm sucking his cock. And then we swap. I'm kind of playing with his balls with my hands and my tongue while she's putting her mouth down on his cock. And then I just start devouring his cock. She gets behind me with a flogger. Oh, nice. And starts very lightly just flogging my ass in my back and grabbing onto my ass at the same time. Again, confident fucking woman who knows what she wants and knew that I would be just fucking jelly in her fucking hands if she's flogging me yeah and so she flogged me a few times and then she's just kind of like rubbing my ass while i am choking on his cock and he is so fucking hard the veins are throbbing and i was so turned on by that too oh, sure, could,
1: because he wants to be there oh a know.
0: thousand percent he is exactly where he wants to be and does not want to be anywhere else right and so that went on for a little while and then she says to me I really think my husband should fuck you, (laughs) and I was like, "Let's do that." Best words ever. (laughs) So he goes and gets a condom, and I start on my back. I'm laying on on my back on the bed, and he's on top of me, fucking me. And she's up by my face, and I'm kind of playing with her tits a little bit. She's leaning down and making out with me every once in a while. But then she starts telling him what to do to me. Nice. And that's when I got really fucking turned on. I mean, I am gushing wet because she's saying things like, "Yes, give." to her harder you know that's so hot watching your cock go in and out of her you know go a little bit deeper for me and i'm just like oh very God. very
1: reminiscent of the our other friends that you play with the other couple yes our florida friends yeah th- when the when the gal in the couple just kind of starts to choreograph the whole thing and just take charge there's something very erotic about that
0: yeah, because I don't feel like a lot of women would do that. That's why it turns me the fuck on. Well,
1: she's also very much into it, which is obvious.
0: We as women tend to kind of take a back seat in some of those moments and allow the man to be the more, you know, masculine, aggressive one. And for her to be like, no, 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 I'm going to tell you what to do to her. It's fucking hot. Well, it's like
1: th- what she's basically doing is saying, I want to see this. Yes. Make this happen. Yes. That's fucking cool.
0: It was very hot. And she keeps asking me, how does his cock feel? Does it feel good inside of you? And I am so wet that I'm starting to make those like squishy noises and she just kept remarking on how hot that was and then i turned around so i'm now on all fours he's off of the bed and he's fucking me from the edge of the bed and they're both talking about how nice my ass is and she's kind of rubbing on my ass and so my face is now completely buried in her beautiful tits she has perfect tits she her lingerie is pulled down and i am basically motorboating her tits while he's fucking me from behind and this is not a guy who's super aggressive but he's definitely picking up the pace and you can tell everything that's happening around him is fueling him so there was this one moment where uh she's telling him to fuck me deeper so he grabs me on each side both hands one on each side of like my ass and he just starts Fucking burying himself inside of me. It is deep. It is rough. It is fucking hot. I came so hard. And I came and he goes, You're gonna make me come if you keep doing that. And both she and I kind of look at each other and I was like, You if he wants to come, he should come. Like, I don't right. want you to hold back from what feels good. So then all of a sudden she's like, Yeah, you need to come for us, come for me, show me how she's gonna make you come. And it was just so hot. I mean, again, it was all of this dirty talk, but none of it felt raunchy. It just this felt erotic if that makes any sense this was not like a dir- down and dirty session it felt very erotic
1: well yeah because you've got a couple who's very much in tune with each other they know she particularly she knows exactly what she wants to see primarily from this whole whole experience and able to express herself in that way and he's just going he's with it I mean he's, he's there for it he's listening to her direction and obviously enjoying himself but it's like a really nice kind of synergy going on, especially when you have a couple like that who's just in sync. Yeah. There's there's no phoniness about what it is they're doing. And that there's a lot of that in this space. People don't realize it. And it makes a fucking huge difference.
0: Well, one of the hottest moments of this that will be seared into my brain for as long as I can fucking remember is she, I'm licking her nipples. And so her tits are all in my face. I'm, I'm basically just enveloped in tit and she's running her hands up and down my back with her her nails. And it's making every single cell in my body stand at attention. I'm getting goosebumps at the same time. He's fucking me. And I have this insane orgasm. I'm talking earth shattering. My legs are shaking. One of those orgasms where you just fucking lose all sense of time and space. And right after I had my orgasm, he came. I'm sure it was from me clenching down. Because you clenched down.
1: so fucking hard on him, probably. And
0: so I'm, I'm just finishing my orgasm as he's starting his orgasm and it was so fucking hot. All of these noises coming from behind me and I kind of peer up at her face at one point and the look on her face is so fucking just pleased. Yeah, I mean, you can tell that this is exactly what she wanted to be doing and just that she thought the whole thing was just as hot as I did. I mean, I'm not even sure if she realized the look she had on her face. Well,
1: that's the important thing, right? After an experience like that, particularly with a couple or with anybody, you really want the person or the people that you're with to have enjoyed themselves as much as you did and when it's obvious it really just makes it all make sense right I mean there's n- nothing worse than a situation where you just don't know like you look at her y- you know you know he's having a good time but you look at her and you're like ah uh, did she really enjoy this or just like a performative thing like was what this the a fuck? sex
0: fight numbers for her or did she yeah. actually want to be doing this but yeah. that look on her face told me fucking everything I needed to know it was a mix of like happiness and horniness. and like It was just hot. I mean, it was just so sexy. And so he has this orgasm. He pulls out of me. It literally falls on the other bed and just kind of sits there for a minute. I don't blame him. (laughs) And well, I just burst out laughing. I turn and look at him and look at her and I just start laughing and they're like, what are you laughing at? I was like, I've waited so fucking long for this. And the other thing is, I think when you build it up in your mind that much, right? Years of me being like, I want to fuck this couple. It could have been a train wreck. Well, for sure,
1: you're always rolling the dice, right? You don't know there's compatibility.
0: At the very least, it could have not lived up to my expectations. Or theirs. Or theirs, and for me to feel like it just fired on all cylinders, was it a perfect interaction? Not necessarily. I would have loved to spend more time licking her pussy, and you know, a, just a little bit slower of a transition into certain things. I was also on a time clock.
1: Yeah, but also you've got years of anticipation built up, years of this teasing and flirting going on, and it's just. It doesn't sound frenzied The way you describe it But certainly there's like like you're eager everyone's wanting to make this happen
0: we were moving from one thing to the other very very quickly and yeah. none of it felt rushed necessarily but just because i did have such a good time with them and i was so attracted to them i would have liked to spend more time in those transitional yeah, moments and like i said spending some time with her and on her and being able to really explore her more and then same with him being able because with him i, I while well, i sucked his cock and everything this i can tell this is a very sensual man and there's right. a lot more to him sexual than what I was able to experience during this basically one hour session with them. So not that I'm saying it was bad because of that. More so, I'm so excited for the possibility of it happening again because I see so much potential for what this could be with them.
1: Well, that's the difference when you're talking about types of people. They are not surface level people. They're complex. Yes. They're not, you know, they're... They're not in this just for the sake of, they're not doing something for the sake of doing it. They wanted to make this happen. And I'm sure they probably think the same thing. I really would have liked more time. Yeah. You know, so I have no doubt that that's probably exactly what they thought.
0: So I don't know. It was fucking hot. It was wonderful. Then the other thing I loved about it is we all kind of start getting dressed and putting ourselves back together. But it just felt so friendly. There was no sure. awkwardness. Again, this could have gone very awkwardly, very quickly, given the history and the years and all of the conversations that have been had and and all the flirting. This could have been a really fucking awkward situation. Yeah. And it never was. Well,
1: it's 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 not. It, people don't realize this is no different from you having uh, a friend, for example, of you know the opposite sex. Or or whatever, or the same sex, someone that maybe you weren't, Always necessarily attracted to, but was in your life for a period of time. You develop a real friendship. And then all of a sudden, five years down the road, it's one drunken night and they're you know and you have sex. It's like, ooh, that that wasn't awesome. That didn't feel great. <laughs> now the friendship is fucked. Right. Right? That that could easily happen in this space, just as easily. Yeah. You know, and it's it's amazing when it doesn't. And obviously, they're just fucking tremendous people. So I'm I'm glad you had that opportunity with them. I love them to death.
0: Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I hope they had fun. I mean, we kind of talked about it afterwards, and you know, they sent both sent me a message. Basically just saying thank you so much for that. That was wonderful. We really, you know, appreciated your time and that experience. So that made me feel really good, too. But I do hope that it was of an amazing experience for them, too, because they deserve it. They're the type of people that I want to make sure are, are happy and, and had a really solid experience. So I hope I was able to provide that for them as well.
1: I'm quite sure you did.
0: So we're going to be talking a few more of these details on the bonus episode this week on our Patreon. Our Patreon community is really special to us because I feel like we get to share things on there that we don't share anywhere else. And I feel safe doing so there. And that's really special to me. So you get to hear a lot of behind the scenes and and maybe more intimate things on there than you'll ever hear on the regular episode. So if that's of interest to you, you can find all of our bonuses available at patreon.com slash front porch swingers. You can also find I'm the naughty shit. I'm on OnlyFans at onlyfanscom slash Swingers. Brian is onlyfanscom slash hyphen zaddy We have so many events coming up, including, like I said, the Denver event that is coming up on June 24th. We had Pod Bash coming up in September, and a ton of other things. Also, if you want to join us for other events that we're not hosting, but you just want to come hang out, for example, coming to Splash Atlanta or Naughty New Orleans. All of that information can be found at members.frontporchswingers.com. We also have the ASN Award Show that's coming up here in Las Vegas in August and I'm going to put the link in the show notes for you because I think that's the only event you're not going to find on members.frontportswingers.com so I'll leave that in the show notes so you can check it and and come hang out with us for that. I think it's going to be an absolute fucking blast.
1: Yeah, we're going to be doing some really cool shit there.
0: So and just in general we have a lot of projects that we're working on right now that we are so fucking excited to unveil so make sure that you stay tuned for all of that exciting stuff and a lot of slutty shit that we've been up to too. Of course more stories to share with you so make sure you tune in every single Monday and as As always, thank you guys very much for listening.
1: Thanks, everybody.